remix. These boys are my sons like Phoenix. My city and state never ever seen this. Jimmy Neutron, I'm a young boy genius. On a futon, I'ma give it that pit. When it's done, I'ma fill up arenas. Ooh, like Gilbert Arenas. Shoot my shot, I'm still with the demons. Ooh, I keep it thorough. I got five chicks in New York, that means one in each borough. I'm in the pocket like Burl. When I'm back home, no, they treat me like Robert De Niro. Took her to talk about butter or churl. Took her home, gave her a cinnamon swirl. I left it in, now I got a one euro. Zeros on zeros on zeros. That's what my bank account balance say. I got a check from a shoe company, now I do anything in New Balance say. I bought her a plane to get out of state. I got me a shorty from Runaway, said I'm in town today. She said she coming over and she down to stay. I got a hit, she been playing that shit. So when she pull up on me, I know what she about to say. What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. What's going on, Internet? Analytic here, aka Dreams, and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I am your hip hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of pop culture mixed in. For episode now, we're going to be getting into Jacob Blake 2020 Double XL Freshman List, Cyberpunk Night City Wire, and Call of Duty Cold War. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, even though I've taken a little bit of a hiatus, I'm still back, so subscribe to m- well, actually. The YouTube is still coming right now. We're focusing. I'm more focused on the podcast because I have a just to be frank, I have a bigger audience on the podcast platform. So we're going to start with the podcast and see how that goes. And we may start back up the YouTube videos. But besides that, always share this podcast or rate this five stars on Apple uh, radio. I think it's on there. I know it's on Spotify. So share it from Spotify if you or just share it from any of your favorite listening platform so we can grow together and affect the masses so now that we got the intro out of the way now i have the little groove thing on my um i have the groove thing on my desk desktop desktop i can't even talk desktop so now whenever it goes away i just pull it right back up so for those that uh care about the little behind the scene details there you go <laughs> anyway switching it up right quick so now we're going to be getting into the quote of the pod and for the quote of the pod this is something that i try to pick that's uh kind of like captivates the whole week not the week per se but just something about like how the week is going and for this topic we're definitely going to be touching on the heart of um the black lives matter movement and with that, we're going to be talking about Jacob Blake. And for those who don't know, Jacob Blake was the 29-year-old black man who was shot by the Wisconsin police. And the videos were online. A lot of people saw them. A lot of people witnessed a black man getting shot seven times while his kids was in the car. There was other people present at the scene allegedly they said he was breaking up the fight went into this car and got shot seven times there's a lot of different stories going around all i know is that there was three policemen and one there was three policemen i believe two or three of them there was more policemen than the than the one guy basically and they could not subdue him they just chose to shoot him seven times which is excessive in my opinion and he was unarmed. So you could see that in the video. 
it's just it's kind of tough to talk about because it's like a video that's so graphic that you just see what everybody would you basically see what the black lives movement was made for like you basically see why it was made you see why we keep marching and and wearing black lives matter shirts and why the nba shut down uh its play due to jacob blake being shot seven times but anyways getting into the hip-hop side of the jacob blake situation one of the biggest hip-hop artists to be talking about politics and just social injustices injustice um is cardi b which might be surprising to some people but she is one of the ones speaking out the most and she put um a video on her instagram saying that this is like she quote unquote wow this is sickening basically saying something must happen and they the police are really not giving um basically they don't care anymore to put it in a pg right way she definitely said a more explicit way of saying that but anyways uh 50 cent expressed his disbelief of the situation saying that no way what kind of law enforcement is this shot man seven times in the back in front of his kids he tweeted that out on twitter the governor the governor tony evers i believe if i'm saying his name right he, he gave a statement talking about the situation saying that the police shooting will be investigated as a as attempted murder because the guys the guy that they shot jacob blake who they shot seven times didn't die but he is paralyzed from what i'm hearing i don't know if it's permanent but from the sounds of it it sounds like is it like it is also this was in front of his kids just to keep reiterating that specific important part T.I. took the Instagram to talk about the situation, saying that get well uh, soon, King, King, and we are with you 100%. So it's nice to see all these hip-hop artists coming out, talking and speaking on these topics, because back in the day, we had artists, we had public figures speaking out. But now it, it seems like more than ever, more are coming out because they rec recognize how big our voice can be in combination to combat these issues. Celebrities have also other celebrity celebrities have also spoken out about this. Like Common saying tweeting out Black Lives Matter, basically. Uh reiterating the point of how the, the movement started because of these incidents. A lot of people are posting pictures of uh Jacob Blake with his children, not trying to take trying to show that he was a good man um who was breaking up a fight and he got shot seven times a lot of these videos are just showing uh jacob blake with his children just trying to show the good side of him because a lot of people would try to demonize somebody like that to make it justify for why he got shot like the people i know people are saying he had a, there was a warrant for his arrest or he was going for a knife, which I don't, I don't like all that. All of this is alleged. We don't know until the court of law gets involved. 
but the reason that black lives movement exists is because the court of law often doesn't really uphold what justice is ultimately means so switching gears to the nba players talking about the jacob blake situation the bucks refused to take the court and then the other players other other teams followed and there was a two-day boycott reason i say two-day because i'm recording this podcast on a friday august 28th and they play they're scheduled to play tomorrow so it was approximately two days of a boycott they came together discussed what they should what action they should take because the bucks not coming out was kind of a not kind of it was surprising a lot of people thought they was going to play the game and come out and just um just speak on it after but they just decided not to play the game at all which is um interesting i don't know if this is a coincidence or not because jacob blake ended up in a milwaukee hospital if i'm not um mistaken a lot of the sports leagues across the country also joined the NBA in stopping play, postponing, which is the key word, postponing a lot of the games. Uh, some games did go on, but it was a it was very few. A lot of the bigger NBA stars like LeBron James was trying to talk out about the situation. They had a whole meeting. The players came together. They, they from the people, uh, big names like Michael Jordan. Barack Obama, Doc Rivers, they all got together, well not got together, but basically like Zoom or I don't know what they use. Basically, they was talking over the phone because I definitely know Barack Obama is not in the Disney bubble. And they just talked to him on what they should do. And he was saying that they should continue to play because that platform is getting their messages across, which it really is. I mean, I don't know if the NBA is going to make that Black Lives Matter thing on the, on the on the middle of the court like bigger, like go from three point line to three point line. But like it really just needs to be um, hammered home that black lives do matter and uh, like all lives can't matter until black lives matter equally, you know. Uh, so it's just nice to see the NBA sports in general stopping play and trying to put the spotlight on justice which I think they did successfully. And I would bring up, because my favorite player, for those that don't know, is Kyrie Irving. And I would bring up the fact that Kyrie said this way before they even entered the bubble, that they should stop play and not uh, go because it takes away from this. And that's kind of what they did for two days. But it's, it's like, even though I believe Kyrie was right in saying that, the way that the NBA did it was just as impactful in my opinion because they technically did stop play but then they can't they're coming back so basically they put out a statement to say if something like this happens again we will basically cancel the rest of the season that's basically what was was in talks at the beginning of the first day of the boycott where they was in talks of canceling the season a lot of things that was reported about lebron was false i mean coming straight from his teammate it was false false talking about him wanting to end the season him wanted to uh him rubbing, rubbing everybody the wrong way because he was talking like he was above everybody and just walked out with his team. So it was a lot of stuff reported on LeBron throughout that meeting that a lot of people say was untrue. But when you're the biggest player in the NBA, I mean, people's going to run stories about you anyway. People literally eat off of making fake, fake news. And then some of the hip hop players, <laughs> players, some of the hip hop artists, um, supported the nba uh, not coming out one of the biggest ones being ice cube 
one of the best rappers in my opinion he, he said quote i applaud all the nba players who decided that now is not the time for sport and play so that was nice snoop dogg came out of course you know he loved lebron he loves lebron james like like for real <laughs> but um what did he what did he do hold on let me see if i can find that he oh okay he had a tweet saying that we need to end the senseless violence and acts of police brutality against black people and show the image of the milwaukee bucks logo in the second post with the raised fist emoji so basically supporting the nba movement a lot of other artists came out zaytoven came out say i love the nba games but our lives matter more i salute the players so that was a nice uh message and lecrae came out christian rapper if you're quote if you're upset about the athletes athletes boycotting then you are about the death division and discrimination in our society your priorities are wrong period and that's that was a powerful statement So basically a lot of um artists came out and doubled down on what the nba did basically uh saying that well, we stand with you and and we're not gonna give up this fight easily basically we're not going down without a fight and we stand and we're going to well we're not i hope they actually try to put action towards these like um what am i trying so basically stopping play is good and not and putting focus on the jacob blake situation is good but if no actionable items come out of this hiatus then it's all for nothing so i believe with lebron james more than a vote movement i think that's what it's called if you look it up on the internet you should find it the more than a vote movement should help push the narrative not the narrative but basically push the facts that if you vote as a collective your voice ultimately does matter like people be like oh i'm not going to vote because my voice don't matter well if nobody if a thousand two thousand people in your area is not voting and somebody loses by 50 votes well guess what you could have affected that change if y'all if y'all all would have went out and vote so spreading that message to vote is very important because even though if you might not like either of the candidates you have to choose which one uh, fits your needs the most. And you can't because it's like people say, I'm not voting for it. Like, there's local elections. There's all type of elections to vote for. It's like starve. It's like you're starving. And, and there's people like you want this bag of chips or you want this. You want this bag of chips or you want this uh, bag of like. What's something else like a bag of fruit? Like which like. Each one, you're going to get something different out of it, but it just depends on what you want out of uh, you starving. Like, what do you want to eat, basically? Like, elections is basically like, who do you want to represent you in the court of, not the court of law, but who do you want to represent you and make decisions uh, that affects your city, state? Like there's so many elections you can affect in so many different ways. It's not just Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. That's basically what the more than the vote movement is talking about. Like just trying to get you to vote, come out and vote. And I would advise a lot of people to look that up because that's one of the best organizations I've seen come out of uh, from NBA play. And it's no, it's no surprise that it's from 
the great LeBron James. Anyways, okay, so that's it for my quarter of the pod. So don't forget the quarter of the pod was Jacob Blake. And uh, let me know how you... Let me know what you think of that in the comment section. Not the comment section. I'm, I'm talking like it's a YouTube video. Uh, let me know. Well, okay, on Anchor, you can send me a voice message letting me know what you think of the Jacob Blake topic and what I was saying and, and how you feel about it. Or uh, you could contact me on my social medias and my link tree in my bio so if you want to uh, fo- uh follow me on any of my social medias you can reach me there dm direct messages just let me know how you feel about the conversation we just had about jacob blake or you could tell me your thoughts and how i need to op- be op- more open-minded about whatever you or uh if it's if there's a point i didn't bring up and you would like me to address it let me know also don't forget to share this podcast and now we're gonna switch it up a little bit i love having the groove on the next desktop desktop i don't know why i mess that word up every single time anyways i love having it on the desktop because it's like uh every time it goes away i can just pull it right back up so switching it up right quick okay getting into music now we're going to get into music So if y'all not familiar with the double XL freshman list, it's one of the, I would say best. It's one, it's one of the most prestigious lists you can be on as a new artist. Let's just say that. So basically they came out with a 2020 X double XL freshman list. I don't know why. Basically the freshman list, um, basically 2020 is, it's hard for to gain any type of traction in 2020. And so, with that being said, the way that Double XL Freshman list has been revealed is all online. It's all digital, freestyles or individual. And the more, the point of the class is to, like, think about school. The point of a class is to meet other people and, and have conversations and um, just mix the the mix of of energies between people. And the double XL freshman list of 2020 doesn't have any of that. It's all isolation, which understandably with COVID, but come on. I mean, if we're going to high school, college, I mean, I bet you they could make a, a list of what, like 10 artists. I don't know how many artists, 10, uh, 10, nine to 10 artists. I bet you they could find some way to social distance them while they cipher with each other. I mean, they might, they make microphones for a reason, <laughs> but anyways. I don't want to bag on the list. What bag? Is that is that even a term a term to use? I don't know. Anyways, the list is really good in my opinion. It has people like Polo G, NLE Chopper, Cowboy, Lil TJ, Fabio Foreign, Baby Keem, Keem, uh, Jack Harlow, Rod Wave, Chica, Mulatto, Lil Keed, and 24K Gold. I think he has like a top three hit if I'm not mistaken. Like I looked at the charts. I don't know. It may be still up there. If it's not, then like look up 24K gold, like top hit of 2020. And I think he has like a top five hit in the United States. So I think I saw that on Spotify. I'll have to look at it right quick. But like 
Anyways, it don't, it don't really matter that much, but because I don't really listen to him like that. I just saw him on the charts. I was like, whoa, how does he get that much? Because usually I have my finger, not like, not like I know everybody who blows up, but basically I, I try to keep an eye on people who really do good on the charts. Yeah, he has a top three song in the world. Well, top three song in the United States called, I already put it away. Hold on, let me bring it back up. Called Mood featuring I-N, I-N Dior, whatever. Uh, that's a weird name. But that's a huge dub for 24k golden because I, I i haven't even, i've heard about him but i don't really listen to his music like that and for him to be on the top three definitely got to check him out <laughs> see what all the hype is about but basically they were saying that uh one of the somber notes on this double xl freshman list is that pop smoke was supposed to be on this list but because he because he died he ended up not being on the list so RIP Pop Smoke and it would just it would have been a nice opportunity for Pop Smoke. Actually, I think they said he was the first artist they actually approached to be on the list. So and he accepted. So that's a that's a key detail. Um, there was photos taken, video directed, uh, videos directed, freestyle ciphers, interviews, and more. Uh, a lot of them that I was watching are, are just by themselves, which, which I mean, it's the freestyle, so of course they'll be by themselves. But when the ciphers come out, hope, hopefully they're by themselves, just maybe social distance. Like, I don't really think it matters that much. Like, it's 10 people. Like, how can you not get COVID restrictions for 10 people when colleges, well, colleges are kind of, some colleges are really failing, failing at the COVID restrictions, and that's not something people want to talk about. But, anyways. So hopefully the, the ciphers come out and, and we can see the energies collide. Because imagine seeing a rod wave in uh, uh, Fabio, like <laughs> a big drip and, and rod wave singing and, and, and drill in, in the same cipher. Like, that would be crazy with like Cowboy or something. That would be, that'd be insane. Or Jack Harlow with the... Um, who would I want to see Jack Harlow with? I don't know. Jack Harlow's kind of like Jack Harlow kind of reminds me of a uh, LD. I don't want to say his name because his his name's just it's just ridiculous. <laughs> his name's ridiculous, but y'all know who I'm talking about. The pe the guy who was with Uzi and Twenty One Savage, the white guy who had a really nice cipher, but had the craziest name out of all of them. That's that's not exactly what Jack Harlow reminds me of because he's also white, but he raps well, in my opinion. So that's the only reason I make that comparison. Not because they're white, but just because they have that different energy and they're kind of. Well, I don't know. It might be because they're white. I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> but anyways, um, maybe Jack Carlo could rap with Lil TJ or Lil Keed. I can't see him. I can't see. Imagine having uh, Jack Carlo and the lead Chopper in the same in the same cipher. That would be now. That would be interesting. Uh, I didn't really have too much to say about the double XL freshman list. Let me know who's your favorite artist and who do you want? Who do, okay, out of the freestyles that have been um, released, who's been your favorite? Because as of right now, I don't really have a favorite. I mean, uh, I've heard some of them. Polo G's is really good. I mean, Polo G's may be the best rapper out of this. Yeah, Polo G may be the best rapper out of this list. I can't really... Yeah, there's nobody else that I think raps raps better than Polo G. Maybe Jack Harlow? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, it's definitely Polo G. <laughs> they said, I saw on Twitter, somebody was saying Fabio Foreign raps in bullet points. 
He's like, uh, um, what he what he be saying? He be, nah. I think Drake said viral movie, but basically Fabio be saying stuff like like in bullet points. He be rapping in bullet points, and that's 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 pretty funny in my opinion. He be like, uh, Fabi, uh, and he be he'll say like, uh, man, I don't know. He be rapping the bullet points, basically. That's why. I, that's why I saw on Twitter. It wasn't my joke, so that's why I don't remember it. Definitely not trying to uh, emulate somebody's joke that I ain't come up with. Cause if that, yeah, I come up with my own stuff. <laughs> but anyways, the twenty X, the twenty twenty double XL freshman list looks like it could be a hit. Has a lot of potential superstars on the list. Rod Wave, somebody is. One of the ones I was sleeping on a little bit, not gonna lie. Listen to his music and I, I really like it. So they this list is really solid. Like Polo G, Jack Harlow, Rod Wade, Fabi. I mean it's just a lot of people on there that's it's really solid. Um and yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Let me know now um share this on okay, so whatever like platform you're listening to this podcast on, just share it with your friends. It, share it to the friend who loves listening to these artists on the list like who loves listening to jack harlow who loves listening to rod wave nle chopper Lil tj just uh share this to a person who enjoys listening to hip-hop and understands the behind the scenes kind of of, of what goes on a double xl freshman list because for me these are great looks for everybody on this list and that's the best thing about this list is I don't think anybody's too big to be on this list. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you thought of that conversation with the uh, 2020 XXL freshman list topic. Uh, let me click my link tree in my bio to access my social media so you can DM me, send me a direct message. Let me know what you thought of it. Let me know if I missed something or if I missed a point of view that you would have had. And uh, just tell me. <laughs> let me know. This is definitely... Um, definitely not a one-way community even though i'm talking to basically myself while making this podcast i still get feedback from y'all and i still appreciate it so even though i've taken a little hiatus i'm back now so y'all can send me some feedback and i would definitely respond to it okay now we're gonna switch it up a little bit and get into gaming we're gonna get into gaming one second we're gonna switch it up now Getting into gaming, starting with Cyberpunk New City Wire. Now, a lot of people are very excited, including myself, about the release of Cyberpunk 2077. Just for those who uh, forgot when the Cyberpunk is supposed to come out, let me look it up right quick. Okay, I'm looking it up. Let's see if they have it. You know, they didn't delay Cyberpunk 2077 so many times. They probably have all type of uh, wrong release dates. I do not see a release date. What is it? Okay, a lot of these are saying that it's supposed to come out November 19th. I don't know if that's true, but I think it might be. November 19th, it's a... Uh, how far away is November 19th? It can't be November 19th. I thought it was coming out earlier than that. 
It's definitely coming out earlier than that. <laughs> I look up the release date and still don't believe it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed up. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets postponed. At this point, Cyberpunk 2077 um, is being a... Oh, okay. I just see another one that said... Yeah, they have all... This has been postponed so many times, you can't tell any... Um, you can't believe any release date. But... But CD Projekt Red, they're definitely taking their time with this game, so I'm not having any type of hope that they actually honor the release date, so I'm not even gonna act like I know when this game is coming out. But, I do have some stuff to talk about with this game, and basically, it's just the video that they had, the, the Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk New Night City Wire, and usually I would play it. But since we're not doing the uh, YouTube version of this, now we're just doing a podcast only format just because my audience is really on podcasts and I've, I've had the most feedback on my podcast um, apps, not my YouTube. I mean, I've had feedback on YouTube and I've had I've done OK on YouTube, but for as far as podcasts, like it's, it's way better and people be like, well, why did you go on a break then? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes real life gets in the way and you have to take care of what actually takes care of you in the moment if you get what i'm saying so um talking about the cyberpunk 2077 night city wire basically they talked about weapons they said it was three different ways you could start out the game one was i think nomad another one was uh like corporate and then the third one was like street so it's, it's a lot of the nomad for those who are um confused about what nomad offers basically like growing up in in the west or the uh, not the south i almost said south well basically like the south is in the woods the sticks as people like to nickname it um corporate i mean it's just basically corporate i mean you, you work for a big company and that's how the game starts street i mean you come from the streets and you you know a lot of gangs and so the, the streets and corporate is more straightforward nomad you kind of have to explain a little bit basically you're growing up in the country um, that's all the Night City Wire was really basing it, uh, really talking about. Talked about some weapons and upgrades. Didn't really talk too much about get too, didn't really get too much into the story. Only giving us little bits and pieces, talking about how much customization we're gonna have. Which, to be honest, that's really all we need because they give us a lot without giving us too much if that makes sense because the game has been pushed back so many times that people don't believe that this game is going to come out when they say it's going to come out they think it's just going to come out whenever um they can't afford any more promotion like because think about it when you push a game back you're literally expanding the promotion budget like they can't just okay we push a game back but now we just stop promoting no we have to put more money into the promotion budget to make it span from where the release date was going to be to where it's projected to be now so we have to fill that with promotion material and that's even more money coming out of cg cd project red's pocket they said that this game is going to be way larger than witcher 3 which is good news for some people good not good news for people who have actual jobs and stuff to take care of. <laughs> people who can't know uh, no life a game, but you know, to each his own. Cyberpunk 2077 is really looking like a solid game. Uh, a lot of it is based off a of hype. I don't think it can live up to the hype. I also don't think it will be trash. 
I think it would be the right amount of um, not like sales, but like I think Cyberpunk 2077 will break some sales as far as like copies go because a lot of people are gonna get this game when it finally eventually comes out. It already has a lot of pre-orders. Okay, y'all probably heard that. I definitely did not know that video was gonna play. Uh, I think it was an ad for like Cyberpunk 2077, but anyways, we skipped that. They have a lot of artwork going around about Cyberpunk 2077. It just looks different from, not from any other game, but basically it looks unique enough to have its own lane. So that's why people are so excited about this game. Because this game could be another GTA, but that's a lot of pressure to put on a, a RPG RPG type game because even though you say what you want about GTA but GTA lasted a decade like literally and even though it's not the best RPG elements it's still RPG to somewhat Cyberpunk 2077 is a real RPG where you take control of the ending GTA you have like two or three endings I believe when Cyberpunk 2077 I think they say like there's so many ways the game can end and so Basically, Cyberpunk 2077 is more hardcore, has has more hardcore RPG elements than GTA. So we'll see how the longevity um, plays into that. That's all I really had to say about Cyberpunk 2077. Not really too much to say. I mean, this game, like I keep saying throughout this whole segment, keeps getting delayed multiple times, like 10, 20, 30 times over. So it's not really too much to talk about other than the game looks promising. You're going to be able to take control of the like every aspect of the game. It seems like and create your own character, character, world, relationships, all that. So it's looking like it's looking like a great game game of the year. I don't know because Final Fantasy Remake seems to have it on lock right now. Cyberpunk 2077 might come back and combat that a little bit, but it will have to definitely blow some people away. That's all I have to say about Cyberpunk 2077. Let me know what you think of Cyberpunk 2077. Do you think it's really going to come out on November 19th is the alleged release date? And do you think that this game will end up flopping or do you think it will be better than the hype even better do you think it will live up to the hype and even more so whatever um click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias dm me direct uh, direct message uh, send me like tweets or whatever talking about what do you think i should add it in this in this segment or what do you think about um my assessment of the start of the game do you think i missed something with night city that was really important just tweet me let me know um send me feedback because y'all are really good at that right now so well i say right now y'all really good at that period better than youtube really don't don't tell my i told y'all that but <laughs> anyways that's basically why i'm coming back to podcasting because i get more feedback from this but I think I've said that like two or three times throughout the podcast. Y'all probably like, man, we get it already. We, we actually interact with their uh, content. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cyberpunk 277 looks to be a great game. And we're going to switch it up. So yeah, now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Getting into the last little tidbit of the podcast. Getting into pop culture. We're going to be talking about Call of Duty Cold War. Now, this was officially announced 
a while now a while ago um, not too long ago and Activision up uh, like I think a little bit after the announcement said it was giving away 10,000 beta codes for Black Ops Code War I think they said you had to pre-order specific versions of the game but you don't have to pre-order for this uh, for what they're doing with the 10,000 beta keys so they're giving away 10,000 beta keys to people to play the game they'll be able to play it uh, August 30th 30th I believe and so they're probably gonna watch them play it uh, look at the bugs if there are bugs and probably uh, uh, take notes on what people like to do what the feedback is and what people say about the game Activision has not said whether it will hold uh, its beta, but they said that the Call of Duty Cold War game is set to launch on November 13th, meaning that it's right around the corner, which is a huge surprise because most games don't really, like for 2020, a lot of these games aren't really uh, rushing the release like you saw Xbox, well Xbox don't have no games. But anyways, the one exclusive it does have just got pushed back indefinitely. So when that next gen console comes out, it will actually have no exclusives. Which is um something like somebody been preaching not to get an Xbox and get a PlayStation this whole time. I wonder who that was. AKA Analytic Dreams. Follow me on my social media. It's not let me stop. <laughs> but anyways, um let's get into its details with Gamescom. Well, not Gamescom, I think this is just a site. Basically, Activision was uh, finally unveiled that Call of Duty's next title will be called Black Ops Cold War, and it will take place between the first game and, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the second game. So it's like a direct sequel to the first Black Ops, which I, when people heard that, they probably was like, the, uh, direct sequel? Well, we, we've been asking for that. So this should do really good, just like the Modern Warfare did. If it does better than the Modern Warfare story, I would be surprised because the Modern Warfare story was pretty solid. The main points for the Call of Duty Cold War is that uh, it's expected to be the same length as the other Call of Duty games. I don't expect no crazy cinematic story, even though it's Black Ops are still sticking with the campaign runtime. The multiplayer, though, will be classic traditional multiplayer zombies and the continuation of Warzone. So they're not doing away with Warzone and coming out with a new battle royale, which is a smart move. You're gonna keep Warzone and just attach it to Cold War somehow. Don't know how it's gonna happen. I think Warzone's its own thing right now, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I think you can literally download Warzone without Modern Warfare. So I think it's its own thing. And um, yeah, they're, gonna, they're probably just gonna keep updating it, which by the way, I was gonna play Warzone with my friends, um, and I got hit with a 96, like literally a 96 gigabyte update. Just to put that in perspective for you, the whole Mass Effect trilogy does it come with the 96? Okay, I don't want to talk crazy, but basically, the Modern Warfare, the Warzone update was the the biggest update I've ever had to download. I literally downloaded it. I literally was downloading the update, went to sleep, woke up. I still had like 10, 12 hours left. I was like, it was the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my life. 
But anyway, so uh, 96 gigabyte war zone is gonna be attached to uh, Call of uh, Cold War, probably its own little thing, but still adjusting the story to to match the the Cold War elements. Like we'll probably get a new map or something. Like I don't know if Warzone has a new map right now because I haven't played it because I just told you I had a 37 hour update. But anyways, yeah, that was that was insane. Really, yeah, that was the craziest stuff I've ever seen. And that's all I really have for Call of Duty Cold War. Not really too much to get it, uh, get into it. I just I told you the release date. Um, click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias. DM me. Let me know what you think of the topic, the, the uh, Call of Duty segment. What do you think uh, Call of Duty is going to end up being? Do you think Cold War is going to have fire campaign, or you think it's going to be mid, or do you think it's just going to be straight out trash? Like, just let me know. <laughs> but. Uh, Y'all know where to uh, contact me. Y'all do great job at uh, interacting, which made me, which made me want to come back. To just be honest, like I, the reason I came back for, for podcasting is because people really enjoy the podcast format and really actually interact with it a lot. So I really do appreciate that because I take the time out to do it, even though it doesn't take as much time as YouTube. It still takes time for me to plan everything out and put it together for uh in a format which y'all can enjoy so just let me know what i can do to improve that format or just let me know what i can do to actually uh upgrade whatever i'm using to to make the experience better for you so like i said you could find me on my link tree my social medias is on there make sure to share this podcast to people who enjoy hip-hop slash gaming topics because that's most of what we talk about in um in the notorious mass effect which is why it's called the notorious mass effect hip-hop gaming you know put it together you got analytic dreams <laughs> but anyways uh switching it up that's about it for this episode thanks for tuning in to the notorious mass effect podcast and don't be afraid to send me a voice message on anchor letting me know what you think of the show and what you think of the talk i'm just messing up all type of words but anyways <laughs> what do you want me to talk about in the next episode click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities my latest and greatest activities i don't know why i threw that in there i just felt like doing it in my bio to access my social medias you know what i'm just i'm messing this whole outro up but y'all get the point okay i'm gonna cut out the subscribe to my youtube part because i'm still youtube still under construction we're gonna see how much feedback we get on this podcast if i should pick it back up or not but what i do want you y'all to do for the final time is share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses thank you for tuning in to another episode i know it's been a little bit it's been like a week or two three four five six seven eight weeks now it hasn't been that long but it's been a little high i've been on a little hiatus like i said but I came back because I like the I like the podcast platform that I have right now. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Notorious Mass Effect.